This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So all about a state of the nation address tonight to be delivered by the president. And well, of course, the... Um, the whole pre- the president is also battling his own image problems at the moment in a, credi- a crisis of credibility. What with the Palapala scandal still hanging uh, over his head? Uh, of course, then there is the ongoing electricity crisis, uh, and pressure is on for the pre- president to deliver on some kind of decisive action or take some decisive action to remedy all these challenges the country is facing. Let's speak to the leader of official opposition, uh, that's the Democratic Alliance, John Stenhazen. Good morning to you and thank you for your time. Good morning. Great to be with you and great to be with the listeners. Well, the overwhelming mood in the country seems to be one of, uh, you know, uh, low expectations. I think uh, let's put our expectations for, for to one side in terms of what we are hoping to hear from the president and rather maybe focus on what should the president be saying and as far as you're concerned. You delivered your own version of a SONA, as you called it, the alternative SONA. Well, I think the first thing that needs to be dealt with is obviously the electricity energy crisis because it reaches into the uh, social fabric of the society and our economic fabric and underpins unemployment and a halt on the investment drive that's going to bring jobs into South Africa. So uh, what the president should announce this evening is that he's getting his government out of the way of the private sector and allowing far greater uh, private sector involvement in the generation of electricity in South Africa to ensure that we can move from being energy insecure to energy secure um, as a country. Uh, the economy is not growing, so there's going to have to be some moves afoot about how we attract investors into a climate where we don't have uh, basics like power and networking. And of course, the infrastructure crisis. There's going to have to be some major moves on how we resolve the infrastructure crisis in South Africa. Uh, towns and cities are literally falling apart. Our harbors and our rail network is in an advanced state of decay. Mm-hmm. And we need to be able to, to, to get the economy moving, these critical pieces or moving parts uh, of infrastructure to be uh, up and running at, at maximum. Mm-hmm. I mean, are there any easy solutions? I mean, everyone has uh, a theory in terms of what should be done with uh, ESCOM, but uh, it's uh, it's often difficult to hear which direction gov- uh, to uh, get a sense of where government is heading in as far as that's concerned, because you've got the Minister of Mineral Resources saying one thing, and then you've got uh, the, uh, the President saying another, and even the ESCOM CEO saying something quite different. Yeah, well, I think the first thing to do would be get to get the politicians out of the way completely. Uh, this is not a time now for ideology or for you know, for, for political um, uh, football. It's a time for the experts and energy um, knowledge holders in the world and in the country to be put in charge of this particular problem now. The politicians have done so for the last 15 years, and low change got worse, not better. So I think that uh, we need to get them out of the room, let the energy experts in the private sector come together to resolve how we get from point A of energy insecurity to point B of energy security as quickly and efficiently as possible. I think that some of the major obstacles and why we find ourselves in this situation is this ideological inability to let go um, that we've seen that's characterized the last 15 years. 
and it's had disastrous consequences. So get the politicians out of the room, get the experts around the table. It's not rocket science. It's been done in over 110 countries around the world. Um, and let's get it done now. Let's stop talking about it. Let's get it done. Mm. Thank you so much. Uh, John Stinney is indeed a, a leader, of course, of official opposition. Appreciate your time. Always great to be with you. Have a great day. So there we go. We will wait and see. Time will tell. After the news, we'll also hear from the the, uh, the IFP's um, Kulego Lengwe. Engaging and informative. Power Breakfast with TT on Power 98.7. Let's now hear from uh, the uh, IFP. Joining us on the line is um, Kuleko Slengwa. Mr. Slengwa, good morning and thank you for joining us. I appreciate you taking our call. Hello. Hi, can you hear me there? Okay, I can hear you now. Yes, thank you so much for taking our call. Um, Look, uh, I think uh, I'll put it to you what I put to Mr. Stienazen earlier that uh, expectations are so low. Uh, in terms of what will come out of the State of the Nation address. But to your mind, and from an IFP point of view, what would actually amount to to the president, uh, you know, stepping up to the plate and seizing the moment? Because because expectations are so low, it presents him with a massive opportunity. Well, it's been a missed opportunity for years, in Mm. the sense that the president has been making comments at Sonam, since 2018, and instead of the situation improving, it has not. Therefore, even his words have lost meaning. And so to lend himself any credibility is to report back to the country why the things he has promised before have not happened Mm. in order for him to take us into his confidence. And then secondly, map out a plan of action, which is going to be tangible, practical, in so far as time frames is concerned, because the major challenge with what the president has been presenting year in and year out is the absence of timelines and therefore in absence of accountability measures. The second point is the politicking all said, the bottom line is that the country needs certainty mm. insofar as the energy problems are concerned because it's got a material bearing on the economy, the daily lived conditions of our people, small businesses, investment um, and if you look at just the areas around crime and criminality, which are on the rise because of load shedding, because in darkness it's easier to do than you're not supposed to do. So the centrality of the sauna tonight needs to be around energy, because that is where the material challenge is for the country. Mm. And everything hinges on the functionality of ESCOM. But even there, too, we've been down this road before. The president um, has chaired all sorts of committees from the time he was deputy president um, up to now. And so it's quite clear that either he doesn't have the capacity to turn things around at ESCOM or simply is that there is no political will within the ANC to turn um, ESCOM around. The Mm. final point is this is not a new president. So he must not come to the podium with a, under the pretext that he's, he's not accountable or that he's speaking in a vacuum. Mm. There's a track record of State of the Nation addresses that he's delivered before. The new dawn has proven to be new darkness um, for the country, and that is where he needs to explain to the country um, how he actually practically and tangibly um, 
wants to take us. Finally, here's mm. the challenge. Mm. The president is, is expected to have a cabinet reshuffle, but he has gone to a lehutla with the ministers that is going to be reshuffling. Now, all the things that you will be telling us tonight are in a position of doubt because new ministers are in the offing. Mm. So this program of action he will be discussing with the nation tonight is in itself, uh, you know, must be taken with a pinch of salt. Mm. And he should have actually, you know, done this reshuffle before the cabinet Lichutla and before um, the Sona. So it's already uh, riddled with uncertainty insofar as uh, what it is that government will be delivering or hoping to clear for the country mm. in the year ahead. Just before I release, I know you have to go, but I just must get your thoughts on this. You have just uh, eloquently outlined the challenge, the massive challenges that face this country. But of course, there will still be the distraction that we still need to contend with as citizens of a president who still has got uh, um, all manner of scandal hanging over his head. I mean, this Palapala matter will not be going away and we are likely to see it uh, uh, hap- uh, you know, b- brought to, to our attention again at uh, Sona tonight. Well, obviously it will. And it was again another missed opportunity by the ANC last year to actually allow the Section 89 panel report to run its full course in order to bring it to a logical parliamentary conclusion. Therefore, the Stalingrad, through the um, voter fodder that they created mm. in preventing it from going forward, is now coming back um, to bite them. The president still owes the country an explanation, and the president must be held okay. accountable. Mm. And so that is the fundamental challenge, in that the ANC does not think ahead. It thinks for the now. Mm. And this is now a hindrance again to governance and to clarity, which is much needed by the economy in terms um, of, of, of government's program of action. So, mm. IFP Member of Parliament, I thank you for your time. Thank you so much. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.